Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Kennard Brown speaking. I'm your host for the Merciful Service of God Biblical Instructional Program. I know on Blog Talk Radio I would talk about world events and so forth. I'm going to change the format a little bit and just jump right into the subject. Uh, This is an interesting subject because many people... Well, I have to admit, many people are confused about what fornication is. And it just goes to show us, if Scripture just popped up in my mind here, of the utter ignorance of the Bible, not only among people who aren't ministers, but people who are ministers. I hate to say it, but God certainly tells us this in Hosea. Let's turn to Hosea chapter 4, verse 12. This is a prophecy of the end times. Remember, the prophetic books, a lot of the, the prophecy in the Bible can be applied to this generation, this 21st century. Hosea 4, verse 12. And certainly the social conditions that each of the prophets talk about in the prophetic books, a lot of it is applicable in our society today, or in our societies today. Hosea 4, verse 12, it says, My people ask counsel at their stocks, and their staff declared unto them, for the spirit of whoredoms have caused them to err. Well, you know, I didn't mean to read that scripture, but it's a good one anyway. And they have gone a whoring from under their God. So uh, this is interesting because you're going to see that fornication today is not just uh, having sex outside of marriage. It really is all types of uh, sexual sins which are listed in detail in Leviticus chapter 18 and Leviticus chapter 20. But let's let's go ahead and read this. I think God is leading me to read a little more of Hosea than I was going to read. But Hosea 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. And the Greek, not the Greek, but the Hebrew for this is men, menne. And it means... Uh, from or out of in many senses. Then the other Hebrew word attached to this is beli, and it means failure. Failure. Unaware. Lack of knowledge, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. And I've explained many times in this program, when you do that, you decrease the ability of the Holy Spirit to work with you so you can understand his words. That's found in the last few verses of Proverbs chapter 1. 
And he says right here, because you reject the Bible, you reject what he says in his word, he says, says, I will reject thee. He said, this is pretty serious, folks, that thou shalt be no more priest or minister to me, seeing you have forgotten the law, the Torah, the all the doctrines and teachings of, of God in the Bible, I will also forget thy children. And people wonder today why um, he allows abortions, uh, why he allows other things to happen to our children, because we have forgotten that it's murder to allow innocent babies to be slaughtered. Verse 7. As they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, I will change their glory into shame. Verse 8, they eat up the sin of my people, and they set their heart on their iniquity. Iniquity is, is sin, sin that is not repented of. In the Greek, it means perversity, faults, mischief. Verse 9, and there shall be like people, like priests, and I will punish them for their ways and reward them from their doings, for they shall eat and not have enough. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase, because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. And so whoredom, which you're going to understand to be fornication, is not wanting to listen to God. That's spiritual fornication, which I'm going to get into today. Verse 11, whoredom and wine and new wine take away the heart or the mind. Uh, the Hebrew for heart is lab. It means uh, very widely for the feelings, the will, and even the intellect. It takes away your mind. When you don't study the Bible, when you don't obey his commandments, when you don't keep the Sabbath and holy days, and even when you don't even keep the good Jewish traditions, because every assembly or organization has a tradition, so it is with, with God. He has tradition as well. When you don't do those things, you lose your mind. Verse 12, my people ask counsel at their stocks, and their staff declares unto them the spirit of whoredoms has caused them to err. The spirit of fornication or whoredoms, as you're going to see today has caused them to err, and they have gone a horn from under. Get a biblical definition today, a clearer one, on what fornication is, ladies and gentlemen, because many people are confused about it. So let's turn to Ezekiel chapter 16. Ezekiel chapter 16, starting in verse 1. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. Her abominations. Verse 3, and say, thus says the Lord God. So it's not Canard saying this, so pay attention. It says, thus says the Lord God unto Jerusalem. Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite and thy mother a Hittite. Verse 4, and as for thy nativity, in the day that thou was born, thy navel was not cut, neither was thou washed in water to supple thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. Verse 5. Any of these unto thee to have compassion, that means, compassion means mercy upon thee. But thou was cast out in the open field to the laughing of thy person in the day that thou was born. Verse 6. And when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thine own blood, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. 
Yea, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. Verse 7, I have caused thee to multiply as the bud of the field, and thou hast increased in waxing great, and thou art come to excellent ornaments. Thy breasts are fashioned, and thine hair is grown, whereas thou was naked and bare. Now, understand, he's talking spiritually and figuratively about Israel. So I want you to understand that. Verse 8, now, when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time was a time of love, and I spread my skirt over thee, meaning that he got married to her, and covered thy nakedness. Yes, I swear to thee, and entered into a covenant, a ketubah, a marriage agreement, says the Lord God, and thou became mine. All right? Thou became mine. Verse 9. Then washed I thee with water. Yes, I thoroughly washed away thy blood from thee, and I anointed thee with oil. I clothed thee also with brought it work, and shod thee with badger skin, girded thee about with fine linen, and covered thee with, with silk. I decked thee also with ornaments, and I put braces upon thy hands, and a chain on thy neck, and I put a jewel on thy forehead, and earrings in thine ears, and a beautiful crown upon thine head. Thus was thou decked with gold and silver, and thy raiment of fine linen and silk, and broidered work, and thou didst eat fine flour and honey and oil, and thou was exceeding beautiful. And thou didst prosper into a kingdom, and thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty, for it was perfect through thy comeliness, which I have put upon thee, says the Lord God. But thou didst trust in thy own beauty, and played the harlot, played the harlot, same word for whoredom that was used in in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6 to 12. Played the harlot because of thy renown, and pours out thy fornications. So this is scriptural proof that playing the harlot is fornications. Fornications. That Hebrew is taznuth. Taznuth, and it means harlotry. Whoredom. So fornications can be whoredom. Fornications in the New Testament means pornilia. In the Greek, it means That's where we get pornography from, the word porno from. It's very important that you understand this. That's why I'm taking the time to define it biblically. And you're going to understand. He's talking spiritually here. They fornicated because they started worshiping false gods. When you do that, you commit spiritual fornication. Verse 16, and of thy garments thou didst take and deckest thy high places with various colors and played the harder thereupon. The like things shall not come, neither shall it be so. Thou hast taken thy fair jewels of my gold and my silver which I had given thee and madest to thyself images of men, and thou didst commit whoredom with them and tookest thy broidered garments and covers them and thou set my oil and my incense before them. My meat also, which I gave thee, fine flour and oil and honey, where I fed thee, thou hast set it before them for a sweet savior. This is spiritual fornication, ladies and gentlemen. It perhaps includes physical, too, but it certainly involves spiritual fornication. Moreover, thou hast taken thy sons and thy daughters, whom thou hast born to me, thou hast sacrificed them to be devoured. Is this of thy whoredoms a small matter? Okay, this word whoredoms, the same Hebrew word is used when it says fornications here in Ezekiel 16, verse 15. 
When it says thy fornications, it's Taznuth. Uh, Strong's H8457, and then in Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 20, when it talks about whoredoms here, uh, is this of thy whoredoms? The same Hebrew word is used, Taznuth, it means harlotry. So there's no doubt that the Bible tells you that fornications is whoredom, whoredom. So that's that's the important thing to understand, ladies and gentlemen. And that adultery certainly is a part of committing fornication, ladies and gentlemen. It's just a part of it. Because remember, what did God do? What did God do to Israel? He divorced Israel. And that's a lot of things that some people in this movement, they just don't seem to understand that, but that's a fact. Let's look at Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 3. Jeremiah chapter 3, starting in verse 6. The Lord said unto me in the days of Josiah the king, Hast thou seen that which backsliding Israel have done? She is gone up upon every high mountain and under every green tree, and there has played the harlot. And this is, uh, again, another uh, Hebrew word, zana. It means to commit adultery. Playing the harlot, committing adultery. It's fornication. And I said, after she had done all these things, turn down to me, but she returned not, and her treacherous sister Judah saw it. And I saw when for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, committed adultery, I had put her away, put her away, and given her a bill of divorce. So you don't, so people say, oh, put it away doesn't mean that. Well, to be, to to make sure that you understand that he divorced her, he put it in here, uh, the inspired words of God put it in here, bill of divorce. And yet her treacherous sister Judah feared not, but went and played the harlot also. So adultery is playing the harlot. It's, it's a form of fornication. Verse 9, And it came to pass through the lightness of a whoredom that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and with stocks. And verse 10, And yet for all this her treacherous sister Judah has not turned unto me with her whole heart, but fain, says the Lord. So, you know, this is sad. And then verse 11 is prophetic. And the Lord said unto me, The backsliding of Israel has justified herself more than treacherous Judah. So telling you that the sins of the tribe of Judah are even more than all the ten tribes of Israel. That's that's unfortunate. But anyway, in the 15 minutes I have left, let me go into detail here about what this is. All right. So fornication includes adultery. I don't have time to go over all the the horrendous sexual sins of Leviticus 18 and 20, but that's a good Bible study for you. Uh, Matthew 5, verse 32. Matthew 5, verse 32. I know there's a caller online here. I I got some significant scriptures to quote, and then I'll take the the call. Okay, so be patient. Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. Matthew 5, verse 32. But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication. Folks, this is written in English. We have to understand it in English. All right? It says that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication. Saving for the cause of fornication. Except for fornication. 
cause her to commit adultery. That means that for any other case other than fornication, if you marry someone, you divorce someone and marry someone else, you have committed adultery. He said except for fornication, and it's for physical fornication and spiritual fornication, ladies and gentlemen. And this is where people get tripped up. For number one, they don't understand what a marriage is, and I, I went over that last week. A marriage is, uh, number one, when the father gives his daughter to a man. Number two, uh, there has to be a public uh, agreement of the marriage, uh, the marriage contract, a, a ketubah, and it's read publicly. All right, And that's when people become married. And then, of course, the marriage is consummated through the sex act after that. But anyway, John 8, verse 41. John 8, verse 41. John 8, verse 41 states the following. It says, you do the deeds of your father. And then they said to him, we be not born of fornication. <laughs> and so they accused the Messiah of being born of fornication. And this word is pornilia in the Greek. It means harlotry, including adultery and incest. Fornication. All right. And when you go back to Matthew 1, verse 18 to 20. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 20. Now, Yeshua Messiah was on this wise when, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not one to put her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for which that which is conceived of her is of the Holy Spirit. So this scripture is very powerful because it tells you, number one, they were betrothed. They were already considered married, but they did not consummate the marriage yet. Of course, we know what uh, the people accuse Yeshua of, uh, or his parents of doing, committing fornication. All right, so uh, that, that's another important two scriptures to, to look at there. First uh, Corinthians 5, verse 1 is another one. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse um, to show scriptural proof and evidence that fornication is talking about all sexual sins, including adultery. First uh, Corinthians 5, verse 1, is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is not much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. Now, that, that's certainly, people say it's adultery, but it's also considered fornication. That's another scripture that proves that. Uh, Revelation 2, verse 20 to 21. Revelation 2, verse 20 to 21. Here it says, uh, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou allow that woman Jezebel, which call herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication. Now remember, Jezebel was married, right? And yet God is saying she's committing fornication. All right, Revelation 2, verse 21. Uh, Revelation 9, verse 21. Verse 21. It says, Neither repented they of their murders, nor their sorceries, nor their fornication, nor their deaths. And they're not just talking about physical fornication. Right, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 16. Deuteronomy 31, verse 16. 
says, And the Lord said unto Moshe, Behold, thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, and this people will rise up and go a-whoring after the gods of the strangers of the land. What do they go to be among them and will forsake me? And they will go a-whoring. They will go a-whoring. That same word, zalna. It's another word. It means to commit adultery again. <laughs> adultery is committing whoredom. And it's along the lines of fornication, ladies and gentlemen, according to your Bible. And then, of course, spiritual significance of fornication it, it certainly is not allowing yourself to be around people who don't obey the scriptures and don't and then through their their works and through their actions show that all right so um matthew sixteen verse nineteen and isaiah eight verse twenty it tells you that the elders of the assembly do have authority to counsel people about uh divorce marriage fornication, and so forth and isaiah eight verse twenty warns us and tells us that if any minister or anyone does not speak according to this word, there is no truth in them. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and accept the call here. Okay, you're on your air. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air? Hello? Yes. I'm on the air? Yes, you're on the Merciful Service of God Biblical Instructional Program. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't even. I was just listening to you, brother. Uh, oh, you're just listening uh, to me. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, it's a good uh, teaching, though. I appreciate it. I, I was just listening to you. I didn't know. I thought I had to press a certain button to get on the air, and I didn't press anything. Oh, okay. All right. But, let, uh, let me go ahead and finish up then. And uh, I thank you so yeah, much I was for just uh, listening to. You. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, I, I think I know who this is, and we'll talk later on. Okay. Take care. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. All right. So let me continue on here with this study. First Corinthians six, verse fifteen to eighteen. So we'll understand this better here. First Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter six, verse fifteen. Sometimes I say <laughs> say hello because with Blog Talk Radio, you could do this over the telephone. So excuse me if I'm saying that, but I'm not sounding really professional. I've been doing this almost for eight years now, and I still make that mistake sometimes. But anyway, First Corinthians chapter six, verse fifteen. Know ye not? Okay, Here, here's an interesting thing to understand. He just addressed fornication in First Corinthians chapter five. Someone was having his mother's wife. Okay. Uh, and now he's addressing this to to, to the entire Corinthian church uh, about fornication. First Corinthians chapter six. So that's the context. And then you get down to First Corinthians six verse fifteen. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Messiah? Shall I then take the members of Messiah and make the members and make them the members of a harlot? Yah forbid. So so we know this is not talking about when you. Uh, have sex, you become married. No, this is talking about harlotry. So you become one with pornography or pornelia when you have sex uh, either outside of marriage or in a marriage. <laughs> Verse 16, what? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot or, or pornelia? Yep. Uh, this is a form of, uh, it's just porne. So this is another pornelia here. To a harlot is one body. 
but two says he shall be one flesh. So so looking at pornography, folks, uh, thinking about sex and all that, that's a form of fornication, and you got to repent of that. Verse 16, what? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? So you become one with pornography when you do that, or pornelia, for two, or whoredom. For two said he shall be one flesh. Verse 17, he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. So it's making an analogy. You want to be joined to the Lord being one spirit, not being joined to pornography. It has nothing to do with marriage because fornication is not a marriage, ladies and gentlemen. Having sex outside of marriage is not, I mean, <laughs> having sex before you're married is not a marriage. It's fornication. In verse 18, that's why it tells you to flee fornication. For every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that commits fornication sins against his own body. All right? So let's understand that. That's that's a teaching there about uh, fornication. And so I'm hoping that this will give you some clear knowledge of what fornication is all about and that you understand what Yeshua said now. He said, except it be for fornication. And this includes 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Read that if you're married to uh, someone who, who's an unbeliever. Okay, and if they're pleased to dwell with you. In other words, they don't persecute you because you're keeping the Sabbath and the holy days and they're easy to get along with and, they, and they're willing to tolerate your your religion then that's okay to stay with that person. But that person is just constantly uh, telling you how stupid you are, that you're keeping the Sabbath and holy days and don't want to be around you and separate themselves from you. And you can separate yourself by not even be around them, that don't even want to spend time with them. You know, the, the Bible plainly states that that is certainly along the lines of spiritual fornication. And you certainly have grounds to leave that person based on all the scriptures I quoted you. All right, so let's understand something, that fornication is also spiritual. Here's, a, here's a, a, a verse here for you to understand this. Revelation 17, verse 5. And upon her forehead a name. Well, it, wait a minute. Revelation chapter 17, verse 2. With whom all the kings of the earth has committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth has made, been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. This is certainly talking about Spiritual, main, cool, physical, but certainly spiritual fornication. And so that's the thing I'm trying to hammer down, that there's, uh, in many cases in the Bible, there's a physical application and also a spiritual application of a certain sin. And it's the same with fornication. And so we have to understand that when the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 tells us uh, about separating or getting a divorce. It's only on the grounds of physical or spiritual fornication, ladies and gentlemen. Because God doesn't want us to be in bondage, and he is a merciful God. People forget that. That's the reason why I call my assembly the merciful servants of Yah. Because God is merciful, and he doesn't want you to suffer no more than you should, ladies and gentlemen. So let's understand that. Let's understand that. And one last thing. People, well, I don't have enough time to address that. <laughs> But maybe I'll address that in the future program. But anyway, may Yah bless and keep you, and Yah willing, I'll be available to you next week. Shalom. Peace. Malachi chapter 4. For behold, 
The day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. 